The future will be great, Jason, but today, let me tell you, Chief, just as incredible. Meet Nissan's most advanced lineup of vehicles. If you can't get enough adrenaline, if you're an adrenaline junkie, there's the all-new 400-horsepower Nissan Z Vroom Vroom. If you're an adventurous off-road driver, check out the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Uh, If you're more of a spontaneous road trip type of person, hop in the Nissan Pathfinder. And for something more electric there's the stylish nissan aria so jason let's enjoy the ride 23 aria and z are not yet available for purchase expected availability spring for the 2023 z and fall for the 2023 aria Uh, Chris Black on the uh, on the Zoom mic recorder. Uh, how are you, Chief? Mm, how am I? I'm feeling a little a little schwitzy, a little hot. I just got out of the sauna. I did take a cold shower where I kind of sat down in the shower and really let the mm-hmm. the rain fall down and wash away everything. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm still kind of sweaty, and it, it happens a lot. You have to take a really long cold shower to get all the demons out. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm not a big cold shower guy. I just can't handle it. In a situation like that, what was the what would you call me typically if I were to proclaim something like that? You would say that's because you're bitch made. B word made. Right. B word yeah. made. I'm is bitch what you made in this case. I I am finally the bitch made one for one time in this relationship. I did though when I went to the luxurious pause studios in West Hollywood for a for a sauna. I did take a cold shower there because it was just such an inviting space, but I didn't I didn't pony up for the cold plunge, which is in the same room. We we talked about this place before, right? This is like a dog grooming situation. You get it on the cheap. No, no, no. This is not cheap. Uh unfortunately, it's very nice actually. And it's got Well, how how is pause spelled again? Oh, I'm sorry. P A U S E. That's pro okay, never mind. It's what you say. My bad. It's what you I got it mixed up. You tend to say if I say I like another man's outfit. <laughs> you know what I mean? You kind of respond with that. You know how to spell it, Jason. No, no, no. Don't put those dirty paws in my mouth, Chris. <laughs> those that that is not something I've ever said. And the voice of friend of the show, Lil Scrappy, uh, when he's talking about fighting a uh, little scrappy would say, Don't make me put the paws on you. Lil Scrappy said, "I'm gonna put the paws on him." Okay, yes. Mm. Lil Scrappy on Instagram, it's it's a little, it's very confusing, but his name is now Big Scrappy. And for the SEO, mm-hmm. uh, you should note that Scrappy is spelled with the dollar sign that's, symbol that's and right, not a, right. a traditional S. He was a great, he's a great member of the uh, the Love and Hip Hop Atlanta cast. That's where this kind of phrase came from. What's his best song in your mind? I think he's only got one. Uh, that we all know, and I couldn't tell you off the top of my head right now. Most people now know him from Love and Hip Hop, but he's, of course, known for some cut no that's not his big song i mean he was i mean he was a little john guy yeah what it is yo what's up oh what it is no the song's called some cut can it what it is yo what's up can oh person like me get some cut what do you think cut means jason does he mean like a haircut does he mean like what does he want to cut in line are you asking this question in earnest or is this a hypothetical improv no i'm I'm asking it in earnest i just want you to kind of translate this for me because i'm kind of i don't know i don't know exactly what scrappy means you're uh you're not able to code switch the way that i am as a dj <laughs> no i'm not so if you well, can cut is a it is a slang term for uh, the female reproductive organs he would like to get some sexual intercourse from a female little scrappy or as he would be called now big scrappy would like uh 
to get his hands on a nice piece of pussy is kind of what it comes down to. Okay, okay. Wow. That is, that's too vulgar for my young ears, as you know. I don't like that kind of music. He also had a song called Head Bussa. And, and that is talking about taking care of business in the streets as far as like hurting someone. That is more of a song that's about kind of knocking haters out. Okay, that is something I can relate to a little more. Not, well, I mean, I'm talking about in real life, not oh. in like your <laughs> lucid dream Okay, state. okay. So you mean I would I would have to physically... Or somebody... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have to assault and- a hater is what you're saying. <laughs> I would have to- yes, yes, yes. I'm glad you're a little bit sweaty because um, the weather in LA is not really giving today. It was giving cloud, but now... Now it's starting. It's, to it's give. breaking through. We had a nice, we had a nice Lincoln build with friend of the show Jacob Gallagher at at SVB last night, where he was wearing a twisted outfit. SVB, of course, San Vicente bungalows for our listeners who are uninitiated. He was wearing a a, a, a special garment. We saw him. It was like a short sleeve button up kind of patterned, very loud patterned shirt. You know, it could be something that Goldblum would wear from the Prada collection. It was kind of a geometric pattern, thick lines. Uh-huh. I believe there are tones of creamsicle, peach, It was off-white. a nice, no, the, the color palette was beautiful. It felt the very was beautiful. New Yorker in LA. The bottom, uh, yeah, it had like a, you know, what if... If ALD had, you know, money and taste and things like that, it was kind of the vibe, you know, like good fellas. I got a toothpick, kind of, you know, hey, <laughs> no, I'm was, walking over here, kind of thing. Hey, I'm walking over here. I'm walking in my fucking clogs He's over here. He's wearing his best YSL shirt that you would play stickball in, and then kind of repair the repair the carburetor in the driveway. It wasn't YSL though. That's the trick. It was a YSL. It was a YSL fabric recontextualized by Bodie. I believe he said it was bed sheets. It was yeah, like, it was like it was. YSL sheets. I don't know if YSL makes do the do the YSL curtains match the drapes is what I want to know, Jacob. What you got down there? He was a sustainable shorty. So this motherfucker is so hashtag menswear. He went and <laughs> somewhere acquired no uh, no e- no Eve no. Saint Laurent. Well, 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 Eve Saint Laurent bed sheeting, vintage, hopefully new old stock tag still on it from. You know, Bed Bath and Beyond, wherever they would sell those back in uh, in '73, took them to Emily Bodie and said, "Turn this into no, a no, shirt, a Bodie shirt, and then embroider the YSL logo onto it." Which technically illegal, but that, I don't think that's what happened. I, I think just think that- it's interesting that a white woman is able to bootleg. <laughs> And think, charge $500, but on Canal Street, they're taking, I don't know. That's a whole other podcast, though. What do you think happened, Chris? What's the tale of the tape? I think he walked into the store and bought it is probably what happened, kind of as is. Oh. I don't think he has, you know, and he's busy He's busy writing so much that he doesn't have, between collecting uh, IPA glasses from breweries and typing his stories for the esteemed Wall Street Journal newspaper, he doesn't have time to buy vintage sheets. Yeah, but you know how hashtag menswear people are, you being one of them. Them. you you fucking you worms find the time you don't have the time you guys are so busy doing all this stuff going to different retail stores and touching things and writing blogs and all this stuff it's very time consuming but you still find a way to find these no. bespoke garments because it, it really is a war it's an arms race babe i hate to to uh, lie to you no, but this ain't he's gonna have a one-of-one garment and he's gonna shit on everyone in the words of fallout boy this ain't a scene this is a goddamn arms race jason i'm glad you brought that up I I did I tried to do it in like a kind of a understated cool and slick way and then you yeah. kind of took it and then just said said it the whole thing I'll I'll edit that out anyway if so you thought that if you thought that 
that was if you thought that was cool and slick, then I'm glad that I was able to kind of show you uh, another side. How to do it, kind of in a ham-fisted, really show you, you know, how to lay do person it. bumbling way. Yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm a I'm a lay person. We know, Chris. It's all good. Um, nice to see him that on was the street. It was a it was a good dinner, and I was happy. Because now that you're a newly minted member of the the San Vicente Bungalows, I knew that I will be spending a lot more time there. And I, it's kind of like, you know, when you, um, let's say you you meet a new chick or a new fella or a new person and they, maybe they have a kid and this is a badass little kid. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to be stuck with this with this BM or (laughs) bd yeah or bp not just oil that's a baby person that's when you're a person who has a baby and you're like you know what i can i hate this kid this kid hates me we we might as well make amends and get along i might as well familiarize myself with the menu at at sg svb and and learn to love it because otherwise i I just won't want to go and i'm going to be going so before it was like if uh the sunset tower had no celebrities and even worse food, but it's starting to come around a little bit. I had a nice time last time. I'm glad to hear that uh, because it's a it's a normal restaurant with good service, and um, there's nothing normal about that restaurant, Chris, and you know it. The food does come pretty no, pretty it's, fast, it's, a, it's a normal restaurant. There's no nobody's trying to explain anything to me. No one's fucking telling me we do it differently around here. You look at a menu, you order what you want off the menu, and that food is delivered to your table in a tight timeline, and then you eat it. <laughs> That's that's what I'm looking for. I don't want anybody to explain anything to me. I don't want anything to have to be broken down and I just it's not mm-hmm. it's 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 refreshing. You want a nice simple American meal. I mean, you can get that at McDonald's, but the thing that we haven't talked about is that doesn't mean that the food is good. That well, because it's words that you understand and it comes out in a time that you like doesn't does not mean that the food will be something that you want to shovel into that. In uh, this case, it's perfect. Quinoa it, hole of it's yours. It's perfectly fine for me, but I wouldn't even use a bathroom in McDonald's. But that's a different podcast. Uh, we do have a <laughs> we do have a guest. We do have a guest today. Oh, the intros are already over. Time flies when you're when you're selling Nissans, doesn't it? Chris? Oh, God, it's crazy, man. Thanks to the all all new Nissan, we have to cut three minutes out of the out of the intro because Jason's late from his sauna. We, I won't get into our SD card drama. That's in the Patreon. <laughs> Joe, uh, Joe's here. Joe, could you? You hold on for one second we're just finishing up the intro you're a rock star you're a sweetheart joe you're a rock star thanks for being on time joe but uh you probably know his work uh from the um quote unquote comedy world <laughs> he he worked on uh parks and recreation uh one of our absolute classics at how long gone the kroll show um mm-hmm. master of none the disaster artist etc etc he's also in the in in hbo's hacks oh baby playing playing a great character on there <laughs> Spoiler alert, episode two. There's a heartfelt hug and a bond over a death. Oh, so let's give Joe a Zoom. Yeah, I think he also likes basketball and podcasts. So uh, we'll give him a Zoom. Not basketball. Not. We're not going to talk about that. All right, let's, let's, let's bang his line. Joe, what's going on? Are you in L.A., big dog? I'm in L.A. I'm in Silver Lake, if you can believe it. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, but I can believe it. Um, yeah. You hitting Byredo this afternoon or Doc Martens? Where are you going? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go to uh, Wild Fox and just hang out. <laughs> of all the places to name, Chris. Tap in with the neighbors. We went Doc Martens and Byredo. Well, there's a Lululemon over there now as well, if you're looking for there's some shorts. You're, are you like a, a Silver Lake lifer, Joe? Because you've probably been there for a long time, right? Oh, I guess so. I've been here for a while, yeah. Or I bounced around the east side a bit. Mm-hmm. Los Feliz, then Echo Park, and finally, um, yeah, I've landed in, in Silver Lake right near 
the junction. Oh, shit. The, the, okay. ju- the junction. The junk. We call it the junkyard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so first, first of all, when Sweet Green touched down, that probably rocked your little world. And then Erewhon coming through. Ooh. Just walk me through what that week was like for you when Erewhon opened in your neighborhood. It, uh, yeah, really, it, it, it changed everything. Um, <laughs> Somebody pinched me. <laughs> yeah, no, it was just like, oh, what this what this neighborhood needed was like another place to um, spend $130 in, on four items. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, let, don't act like you're hurting for cash, okay? I, I don't like I don't like when people come on <laughs> yeah. here and play poor. You're living in a high-income neighborhood. You have a SAG card. You can afford bottled water. You're right. I don't even have to pay. I just I just swipe my SAG card through the reader and <laughs> they, they let you. They, they let, let you on yeah, through yeah, exactly. Yeah. Chris, do you want to tell the story of how this podcast came to be? This particular episode, not our entire podcast. I would love to. I want people because you know people think because I don't do the editing and Jason's a technical wizard and such a funny guy, they think I'm you know I don't do anything. Right. You know that's kind of the vibe. I'm I'm merely the talent, even though I'm the tour manager i'm kind of taking care of business but uh we we i I think you are also on molly lambert's podcast i am yeah i play uh frank sinatra jr (laughs) okay so i play i play billy idol and jason plays charlie sheen oh damn three comedy grades three perfect castings (laughs) exactly i I got a lot of good feedback on my billy idol actually which i um was not feeling confident about so i want to thank all the fans for that but i was so so there was an email sent out by Molly, I believe, about uh, some sort of gathering or something, and she didn't BCC right. everyone on it. Right. You remember the email, don't you, Joe? I do. Yeah, it's a classic <laughs> yeah. uh, Hollywood mistake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I took Molly's error uh, into my own hands and l- pulled your email address from the pile and then contacted you directly about doing this podcast, and you agreed. Yeah, love you it. You want to talk about a mitzvah? Did you feel like that was intrusive? Did I need to ask consent, or <laughs> no. do you feel like... Or- <laughs> no, I mean... Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to um, put myself at risk of um, annoyance, but if you can, I, everyone's email is just their name at Gmail. So, uh, yeah, mine was pretty easy. I, sometimes I think people just uh, guess and get it right. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I, I but I felt like I was really an enterprising young man, kind of making that happen. I love so it. So I'm yeah. That, that kind of scrappy stuff is how you move up in the ranks over here. Keep it up, kid. I started in the mail. I started in the mail room at How exactly. Long Gone, and now I'm a <laughs> now I'm a co-host. So it's, it's, in, in two short years, this what this kid has done to turn this organization around. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I am so proud of him. <sighs> I can't re- I can't wait to read the oral history of. <laughs> How long on? Yeah. Well, you 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 said that you have an email that is easy to figure out, and you may have just received, you know, shot in the dark, unsolicited message for something. Is have you ever said yes to that, or is it normally just like something terrible that you would never want to do? Um, I had to tell Cameo that I would never join their platform because I would get like so many unsolicited emails and DMs from people there. Really? You know what's funny about that? Are you familiar with Ramona Singer, Real Housewives of New York? Not really, but I'll. I mean, I, I, I'm sure I've, I know of her. Well, know? it's just no. It's just her daughter, who's on the show, has been on the show her like her whole life. is is a recruiter at Cameo. Mm. So people have been like, I kind of agreed to it because it was Ramona's daughter, and like I just felt like I, I felt a little oh, different man, pressure, you know. Nefarious, yeah. I'm into that kind of stuff. So, so you were you were a hot item. You were in the crosshairs of Cameo, and what do you think it was about you, other than just You've been on TV a bunch and people just want any slim. 
I think they're just going for numbers. Yeah, they're just they're they're casting a wide net. Like there's no way they were like, we're getting a lot of requests for you. And I was like, I wanna I want I want proof of that. There's no way. <laughs> Send me the spreadsheet. No Send me the spreadsheet with I mean, all it's the requests. Possible. I mean, because like yeah. Chris and I have had requests, you know, maybe since we started doing this podcast a couple years ago, maybe a dozen people have requested them and in, in, in private. Right. So, you know, it's kind of believable. We've never charged anyone money for it. The thought of doing that. Well, I will say that like, yeah, I've had a couple odd. of friends request videos of me in character for things that I'll do that, that I'm like, Oh, I should get, get paid for this, but I'm just doing this as like <laughs> in, in character. Okay. Yeah. Which care, which character is, the, is the most request. If you don't mind me asking. Well, it, I was in 13 episodes of modern family. Uh, as a character named Ben. Oh yeah, Julie Bowen's assistant, <laughs> and then man, oh, okay, it, okay. during yeah. during quarantine, so sick. I got I got real yeah. real heavy on on watching that show. My girlfriend and I just locked in. Yeah, yeah, really. I mean, it's not not a bad thing. No, no, not at all. It is the thing out of everything that like if I'm if I'm going through like TSA in mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. St. Louis or something, the the you know that's the thing that people will be like, oh, are you you know that? And, and I I feel like. When I die, if I make the Emmy um, in memoriam, it'll be like a clip of me on Modern Family, like sneezing glitter or something. <laughs> a lot of physical comedy I was performing on that show. Yeah, I'm a big Julie Bowen fan, actually. I feel like she's underrated. I had to like kind of keep my shit together when I first started working there because like, you know, I'm a huge uh, sand lure head and, you know. Played a big part in Happy Gilmore, so mm. I was just trying to. <laughs> so you were kind of you had to kind of keep your trap shut day one too exactly. during orientation. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. was like when when I met Emily Ratajkowski for the first time. Same kind of vibe. Just keep it cool. Yep, she's a human just like everyone else. You know. Yeah, I saw her at Baller Hardware once and had to just like act like I um, was like really interested in batteries. Because <laughs> I was just like so aware of how like I didn't want to be the guy staring at her uh, sure. you know, well, on a to, be, to be fair she probably wasn't wearing like a shirt you know what I mean so it wasn't really up to you I would have offered yeah. to pay for her key key making <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no and then I can just take one too if, you know if you're out of town <laughs> get locked out i don't know i've seen you i've seen you with that big dog i'm sure somebody needs to like feed the dog The big dog was also in the hardware store so (laughs) you know actually i I had a moment like that uh yesterday at whole foods in glendale you've been to that one before right Mm -hmm. and i saw Mm -hmm. i saw marin there checking out wait you saw john mayor friend of the show no 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 marin mark Mark Marin, podcaster. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I got too excited. I apologize. Much, no, no, much sorry, less sorry, exciting. Sorry. So Mark Marin was buying some uh, intelligentsia beans. What else was he? <laughs> what was in his? What was in his cart? Well, that was the thing. I walked in uh, and I was going to go turn in my my milk jug for my California recycling <laughs> redemption value of two dollars cash. I don't do it for the money, of course. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't know about. I'm learning something. I didn't. Joe, know I hope you. I hope you've listened to this podcast before because there's like a reoccurring theme of Jason being cheap, and I just want to. He just hammered that home with this two dollars he made on on his. Okay. A recurring theme yeah. of Jason being sustainable. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I apologize. I apologize. And the count you have to like go to the front desk counter at Whole Foods right when you walk in, and then they you hand it to him to give you money and whatever. And he and Marin was right at the very first register right when you walk in. So. We kind of had to notice each other, and I've seen him over the years all over town. We live in the same neighborhood, and we've never spoken to each other. He kind of knows that I know who he is, but he doesn't 
he puts out a vibe of like this fucking guy again kind of thing. Uh-huh. So I I didn't want to get I didn't want to get spotted by him, so I hid. Don't forget what he was wearing though, because seeing Mark Maring in his in his hiking clothes <laughs> is jarring. Oh, you don't want to interact with anyone if they're like post hike. You just yeah, you're just trying yeah, to yeah. you know you're you're in a different zone. That's true. I can't imagine seeing him in non jeans. It just feels insane. It feels like a exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seeing Marin in shorts, it just felt wrong. And they were, I believe, they were orange. Oh. <laughs> Oh yeah, it was tough. Don't, I'm not. I, I'm not under oath, but I think they were orange. Yeah. <laughs> so Joe, oh. you, um, you know, it's funny. I was, I was looking. You know, we we always do some research. Well, some not mm-hmm. always, but sometimes. And I already knew who you were, and we both knew who you were. So it's not like we had to. You know, we weren't discovering you for the first time. But I went back and listened to an old podcast that you did with. Um, Pete Holmes. It was like uh-huh. you've done a zillion podcasts over the years, but this was like this was like yeah. ten years ago. That was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. And it was just so weird listening because I think you did another podcast with um, with Moshe Kesher, and it was like right right when quarantine started. And I was like, this is so not evergreen, and like that era that kind of birthed so oh, many yeah. podcasts. That was like right at the beginning. Yeah, just like everyone was out of their minds. And like our podcast also started, you know, as a result of that in, in addition to, you know, probably millions of others. But the, like listening to that, I, I, I couldn't even hang because it was so specific to that time that we all have been trying to forget for the last two years. For sure. like talking about, you know, people clanging pots and pans in Silver Lake every <laughs> night, you know. Yeah. Remember that? Like that's God, all we talked God. about. That's all we talked about. But then... You go back to the Pete Holmes one from ten years ago, and it's kind of evergreen. But yeah, mainly you were talking about being like uh, a Twitter rascal, an internet kind of rascal. Do you do you still consider yourself to be kind of up up to no good and trolling people on the net, or have you kind of mellowed out with your with your age? I've kind of mellowed out. Yeah, like I got off Twitter a few years ago. Can I ask, can I ask how you did that? <laughs> Chris's uh, life expectancy depends on it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've I've shaved 10 off already, so I can't really I can't really lose much more. So is it is it something do you miss it or do you feel free? Did you see a hypnotist or <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean I was I did start going to therapy and it was like such a clear source of agitation in my life and like You listening, Chris? Petty grievances and stuff. And then also like I was dealing with You used it differently. You used yeah, it differently. And my mentality was like I would go after people and i would kind of respond to anyone and just like i like stirring up shit but then like i would get into it with like actual racists with like mm-hmm. ab- their avatars would be like an eagle with a hitler mustache or whatever <laughs> just like you knew exactly who you were dealing with and um mm-hmm. but then the, 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 these nazi guys would like mass report me so like i would get kicked off twitter for like 24 hours you know for seven days whatever oh um and because like they they were just like exploiting the the system and so i was just like this website sucks like so you're saying that you're so you're saying i just want to be clear you're against free speech is what you're kind of saying absolutely i mean that's why i like stand (laughs) i like stand up because like i believe it for myself but i don't like no one else should fucking talk you know what i'm saying (laughs) spoken like a true comedian thank you for that uh no but um so yeah i just like i wrote a sort of hyperbolic uh self-serving goodbye letter and got off there yeah <laughs> and then like yeah and then I, I i paid some website like 15 dollars just to delete all my tweets after a while because i was just like i don't need this shit out there you know yeah mm-hmm. no that's smart so mm-hmm. do you do, but you feel relief you don't feel the pull to return no 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 i mean like i i scratched the itch on on instagram like 
I'll I'll go I go on Andrew Giuliani's page frequently and just write I, I write post feet like like I'm like a foot fetish guy for <laughs> Andrew Giuliani. Uh, you know, I just do weird uh-huh. shit like that. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm not I'm not like uh, actively getting okay. into fights okay. with people anymore. That's good. So 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 you've replaced it sort of with with Instagram stuff. You have not dove into tiktok though i'm assuming i i love tiktok like i i, I don't really you like to watch you don't like to do yes i'm a i'm a voyeur for mm-hmm. sure okay i do a thing uh, periodically where i um i'll post uh i'm really into like police officer tiktok okay <laughs> and so i will often like capture police officers posts and then post them on my instagram so i have sort of like a you know i don't know like a tab i have a tab of like police officer tiktoks yeah all right i i this actually this is the first cool thing i've heard about on tiktok to be honest with you yeah so i would love to kind of hear what's happening are they using it in the same way like a teen's using it or do they have their own kind of style and approach absolutely well there's a, there's a few <laughs> there's a few different uses right but like there is like a very like childish version that is sort of um it's all upsetting but like in very distinct ways but like i would say the most frequent thing is when they use and lip sync to like you know just like popular things and it but there's a weird thing where they often will like use the sound of like a sassy child often like a black child but they're like in full uniform and they're sort of like embodying the people that they're brutalizing which is like really upsetting um they do dances like while they're on the clock which is like how are you like (laughs) doing this and not getting reprimanded yeah i can't do that at wendy's how are you doing it as a police officer exactly they're dancing around with like a body cam and like the nine millimeter jiggling absolutely with like the 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 lights on for like uh like an aesthetic effect (laughs) it's crazy (laughs) and then and then like and then there's like a lot so there's that that's like the fun side and then there's just like very sober serious side where like it's like them coming home at the end of the day and like putting their their gun in the safe and then like you know praying praying to like a blue lives matter like etsy flag you know that's like made out of wood (laughs) (laughs) it's like a live laugh love sort of thing next to it and and like you know just like really dramatic music playing where it's just like like first responder like i do this for love of country and duty and so so yeah and then like you know and then you you flip down and like two posts later they're they're dancing with their uh canine or whatever damn this is honestly though all joking aside this is the coolest thing i've ever heard about on tiktok yeah it rules it really depresses me though unfortunately i don't know if i could find that much humor in it do you donate to blue lives matter causes like how did you get access to this uh no i just searched i just was curious i just searched like is is there is there a specific hashtag for this um there's cops at tiktok there's also like uh blue lives Lives matter. Oh, there's a couple that are like very specific. That's like, for, oh, there's one called uh, hashtag humanize the badge, which are like the funny <laughs> ones where they're trying to show that they're humans and not like humanize uh, the yeah. badge. They're they're humans until it's time to not be humans. Exactly, exactly. And uh, and then there's actually a kind of fun spin off of that of like the the spouses of police officer TikTok, which is so funny because like. It's just these women in like big pajamas, like talking. It's like wine o'clock, and it's like you know, you know, 
but part of being a, a cop wife is that you, your husband's always working on holidays and you can't go on vacation, but you know, it's for the greater of it's like, Oh, and you know, all these jokes about drinking at 3 PM and stuff. So it's like, Oh yeah, yeah. These are everyone's miserable. I'm drinking at 3 PM because I'm in, in constant dread that my life partner will come home in a body bag <laughs> right. every single day. He could die or more likely he's killed someone. And he could die doing the nay nay at a bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> he did the nay nay in front of the wrong person he caught a couple mm-hmm. in the leg so we're gonna have some recovery time Jesus. i tried doing a i tried doing a merch thing and it didn't work out where you know those like <laughs> those stickers of calvin peeing on like sure you know chevys sure. or ford logo pissing a classic pissing calvin yeah so i sort of i made a like a template or like a i tried a beta thing of um calvin pissing and then the piss turning into a yellow stripe that you could place <laughs> over a Blue Lives Matter sticker. <laughs> and um, so I made like 15 of them just to, as a trial. Mm-hmm. Friends and family, soft launch. Yeah, there was like a guy down the street that had it. And I like put a couple on his car and i've never felt like more scared and invigorated than putting yeah yeah i was gonna say this is this is funny as hell but it's poking a bear that has a gun absolutely yeah which makes it more fun and exciting yeah and then but then there was also like there was another version too where it's like if i get caught doing it a like i get caught by a police officer and then i'm like posting like this anti-cop propaganda on a stranger's car is there something about this flag you don't like boy yeah exactly <laughs> yeah the cops in silver like just like <laughs> like thick <laughs> southern accents no the, the cops in, the cops in silver like have to get get all the creation cups out of the passenger <laughs> seat to even to even kind of right. find their flashlight it doesn't it's not the same yeah, in LA. it's different they'd be they might they might even agree with you on, on the low in silver yeah, i doubt it they all okay so that's so so calvin is is pissing and then his piss turns into a perfect way to block the blue and the blue lives matter flag yeah so it's sort of like a yellow it's a sort of yellow lives matter sort of uh, that it, it covers the blue it's, it's like the um the red sticker that says wars on it and then you put it on the stop sign and then exactly it's the same sort of philosophy yeah but more about piss. I, I think that's a great idea. It's, uh, there's a lot of innovation and ingenuity there. Thank you. Yeah. So I made 15 and um, it, it, I never I never explored it because it was too scary. I remember a long time ago when I first started podcasting, I made one of those Calvin pissing stickers, but it was, he was pissing on the This American Life logo because that was the most popular podcast at the time. <laughs> just to kind of stir things up. Didn't go well. Love that. I mean, so yeah, we're, we, we just have different uh opposition but you get it same sort of vibe same urine just different streams <laughs> yeah grinding grinding in different lanes my man we should join forces or play swords however you want to yeah yeah you guys should you oh. guys should collaborate on some stickers that's a great idea <laughs> it's the best use of my time for sure yeah yeah you don't have anything going on right do you know about piss maxing joe as a as a fellow member of the stream piss maxing no you should check it out okay would you care to wager what it might mean uh is it like i is it sort of like piss edging you're like holding it in yeah pretty much yeah yeah it's basically you just hold in uh, your urination um, to make sure that your bladder is at its full maximum capacity. So every time, so it's kind of, it is kind of so like an edging thing. Every time somewhere. I laugh, I'm like, I know exactly what it is. Yeah. Jason loves it. Oh, and I it's, love it's it. It's partly because I drink a, 
I drink a lot of water, um, and Jason has a tiny little bladder, so it kind of. Me too. You you live that jug life. I'm a, I don't. I'm, I don't have I'm a jugging, tiny bladder, but I. Yeah. Um. Whenever I drink too much caffeine, then it, then it makes me uh makes me pissy. Back in the days where uh, yeah, literally makes you pissy. Like they uh, <laughs> in the days where we, we worked in person, I had a I had a period of time where like I really disliked the coworker, drove me crazy. And I, I realized that like no one can get mad at you if you're like drinking a lot of water for mm-hmm. health reasons. But then like you have to pee like hundreds of times a day. So like it gave me liberty to just like leave the room whenever I wanted. Cause it's like, well, yeah, I have to go again. Like, wait, what, I'm drinking. I'm in living the gallon life. You, either that or you start smoking cigarettes, I guess. You're like, I got, you constantly have to go on pee break. Yeah. I should have done that. It, working at Universal Studios was really funny. Cause like you would see people taking smoke breaks outside, but it would be like guys in full transformer uniforms <laughs> <laughs> like on stills, but they take their helmet off. There's like glass in a sick okay, fucking another day in the coal mines over here at universal. Exactly. Pictures. Well, speaking of other fun little pranky thingies <laughs> like that, you guys did, uh, or you you made a sign or I guess sort of like a reinterpretation of the sign that people might put onto their lawns mm, in the mm. in the front of their house you know what i'm talking about joe yeah i do yeah the the, the we in this house we believe yeah, yeah. yeah. could do you recall what your sign said exactly <laughs> my sign i made having... a sign that said we believe that the legal thriller michael clayton starring <laughs> george clooney tilda swinton uh is a cinematic masterpiece and easily one of the five best films of the 21st century i like how wordy that is you filled the whole sign up you didn't have a problem oh yeah you signed you and were signed maxing like, you filled the whole thing i up. did i signed maxing i would i like i like went out of my way to match the color and fonts as best i could yeah really went for it was this a physical product that you produced or is yeah this yeah Photoshop? i've sold i've sold hundreds of them <laughs> on my website my friend nick uh thorburn put his up uh, he lives on on a kind of heavy trafficked area of uh, Vermont in LA. Mm. He was showing me dozens of photos from his window of people walking by, stopping, looking closer, taking a photo of it. Some people laughing, some people getting weirdly angry about it. Yeah. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah. I think it was, it was good. I'm glad that you kind of chose, you kind of have to choose something that is inoffensive when you're going to redo that sign. You know what I mean? Right. Inoffensive, but like something I can stand behind, you know, something I actually believe in. Right, right, right. Because the original is, you know, talking about women's rights and science is real and kindness and love and black lives matter so and water is water is water or something <laughs> yeah uh, water water is life water is life right yes 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 uh yeah, who, who doesn't that, believe that's that? not a call that's not political that's not even something that's just when you start stating facts it becomes like why are you putting this in your <laughs> right. yard we believe air is invisible. <laughs> I guess yeah, I, I guess less the stuff about water and more the stuff about Black Lives Matter yeah, and human but rights. I mean, at a certain point, like yeah, it's like it is it is sort of like what's the point? It's like it's virtue signaling or something. I don't know. There there's always something know, that kind of true. bug me about it. Like it's like, yeah, of course. But also like that sign, I mean, whatever. It's like if I'm gonna virtue signal, it's gonna be about uh cinema, you know. Tilda Swinton's unbelievable performance. <laughs> we were looking into making one because I, I didn't know you had done this, but I wanted to make one that said all the good stuff, but also said like how long gone is the best podcast kind of like mix, <laughs> mix it in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Hiding that's, in plain sight. Smart. Hiding in plain sight. But it feels yeah. like, it feels like one of those things, almost like a brand, you know, posting a billboard. It's, 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 it's more about the one Instagram photo than it is 
the actual billboard. Right. So I, I didn't, I didn't do a cost analysis on it, but I, I feel like it might've been, it might've been expensive. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. No, actually I get a lot of angry emails about this sign. <laughs> like I, I just like, I don't sell them out of my house. Like I, I have people who sell them for me in Kansas and like, I guess the shipping is often more expensive than the sign itself. <laughs> Cause it comes in like a giant box. Cause it has the steel, it has like the metal things you have to stick in the grass or whatever. It looks, and so so people it looks are like, like you bought a desk at, ikea <laughs> yeah exactly and people are like why is this shipping so expensive like can you make this sh-? and it's like i'm not in charge of this like if you want the sign just buy it like get, like just shut up <laughs> i love i love i love responding i'm not in charge of this when people are clicking on your name to buy it it's, it's <laughs> yeah, right it's, <laughs> right it's like yeah i'm like i guess i don't have the best customer service uh bro, i got no, i ain't got nothing to do with <laughs> yeah. this leave me alone like, bro. literally <laughs> leave me alone suck suck my dick <laughs> It it does though. Customer service is the worst part of of having a small business. It really is. I, people complain like shipping costs are not determined by we don't right. we don't do that. That's not right. we don't make that up. You know what I mean? It's it's given to us. I uh, yeah, I'm terrible at customer. I actually got like demoted from my first job. I worked at a pharmacy and ended up being the like delivery boy because I couldn't handle dealing with customers. <laughs> there was a woman who came into this pharmacy once who. Um, I don't know what was going on with her body, but she had like atomic grade um, vaginal medicine. Like, like go on the box on, on her medicine was very expensive. And it was like, if you even like think about babies, not even like if you think, if you have a thought about a baby, you can't take this. So this is product. like this is like fentanyl for the pussy. Yeah, yeah it was pussy fentanyl. What and the- <laughs> this woman would like as she was getting her prescription filled, I would watch her walk around the store and just steal candy. <laughs> right. And like I would uh, tell the pharmacist and he's like, it doesn't matter. Like we make all the money from this pussy fentanyl. Like she can steal a, a Snickers bar. So you're saying she wasn't even slick with it or was she so no, old? She was ter- like, yeah, she thought she was. But like, you could just see her stealing candy it was crazy and then one day she this is a true story she came in and was trying to return a, a bottle of uh, summer's eve or some kind of douche okay and i was like absolutely not and she's like why not and i was like you know why not it's disgusting <laughs> <laughs> and then she she demanded to speak to my boss because i was being rude to her and i was like okay fine and before i went to get the boss i was like i know you're stealing candy <laughs> No, just like we all know you're stealing candy, so you're not slick with it. <laughs> and then after that day, I w- yeah, I was the delivery boy, which ended up being kind of a, the best job I've ever had, to be honest. Did you ever, you know, I had a, I had a friend uh, in New York who was a, a delivery guy at like a pretty popular vegan restaurant in the aughts, and he was quite good looking, and he had sex with multiple customers, like opened the door like, why don't you come wow. in for a little while with that veggie burger? I have a feeling Mandy's got a few of those situations <laughs> that's what i was asking so did, so did you get topped off by the lady that, with the xanax prescription or? yeah just do the top five joe we don't have to go through all every single one of them just the top five most memorable yeah well there was um there was a woman with multiple personalities who would order <laughs> multiple personality pussies some good pussies though joe yeah um <laughs> So she would like have different names for me when different personalities might answer the door. Um, there were two ladies were named Estelle and Greta. I think their names were. And one was like blind. And I was like, whatever it was that between the two of them, they had all five senses, but they couldn't work individually. So like you had to do everything with both of them or they like, there's no communication. <laughs> 
to complete the circuit. Uh, it was a lot of like nursing homes and like scary old people, but I loved it. Okay, and fucked it, fucked them all. Yeah. So you you know when you're ordering a little caviar, a little Kismet, a little Postmates or something like that. You open up your bag, French fries feel a little loose. Maybe the driver took a couple off the top. Uh-huh. Do you ever do that with the prescription, Joe? Be honest. Yeah, you know, I don't I think, think the statute of limitations has passed. You know, it's it's sort of like, well, they're not gonna notice if a couple told Yeah, I could see I could yeah. see you skirting around town in your Honda Civic going off a couple perk thirties on your delivery route. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. I had that job at a certain age at a certain time in my life where I didn't have a ton going on and uh wasn't super happy. That would have been pretty dangerous for me. Oh yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was wild that they were like, "Okay, yeah, this seventeen, this erratic, <laughs> unhinged seventeen-year-old. <laughs> Let's give him access to all these drugs with no supervision." Man, yeah, that sounds. That's a dream job. My first job at a dry cleaners, all I got to do was steal twenty dollars every day and kind of like take a nap. There was no yeah. big payoff. Like you, you had every day was a new a new journey where you could dip into the bag. Everything was yeah, every day was sort of an adventure, and this was like pre GPS, so I was like looking at like weird foldable maps to get around. And well, now that you brought that up, this has become a bit of a recurring question topic on this show. Rate and rank your top three favorite pills. Recreational use, of, of of course, you can't really just you can't <laughs> yeah. no don't, don't no vitamins, no supplements, no Claritin, yeah, no stuff yeah. like that. Okay, yeah, I mean, I I had a, I, I really liked um like Vicodin for a while. Okay, that that's right, that's right. Fastball Joe. straight down the middle. Yeah, that's that's, that's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I I wasn't really like a big pill guy to be honest. I did that I, like the real important pill of my life is Imodium. That saved me <laughs> <laughs> hundreds of. T- so yeah, I guess Vicodin and Imodium, that's all I need in my top two. Do you do you still have Imodium like ailments going on? Do you still have kind of like stress or anxiety based diarrhea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I I always have uh, a pack on me. <laughs> what is okay, I'm, I'm that's tough, man. And is it's not has is it something that has always sort of maintained and been steadfast or do you go in waves like you know your people say your allergies move i've i've actually like i've like i've calmed as a person I, and I've, I've sort of i have like i know my body now that like i it's not really a problem anymore but in high school it was like mm-hmm. a disaster and I, it was so bad that like my doctors thought i had stomach cancer and all this, like it was just like every day like truly bad yeah and i took an experimental pill Okay. When I was a senior in high school, that way like worked wonders, but then I had to stop taking it because my eyes started bulging out, like literally like, popping out of my head. So I had to stop <laughs> taking it. And I was like so pissed about it because I was like, uh, oh, this was worse. You're like, damn, can I make this side effect work for me? Damn, yeah, exactly. Man. I, did they was that did they tell you like your eyes might bulge? Or was that No, they didn't tell me anything. And then like and then I like it was working wonders for a few days. And then I remember like waking up one morning and like literally like couldn't blink over my eyes like that's how far <laughs> out they were i was like ugh, like struggling to blink okay so so they used they used joe mandy to find out that this drug has a, uh, one right. side effect it makes your eyes come out of your skull yeah that was such a bummer i was so pissed i was like oh, i thought i really thought like my life had been like this is it completely we're fixed. what was better. what was yeah, your vibe yeah. in high school were you were you hot guy were you were you uh <laughs> no no uh, well were you were you a, a, a theater were you a magic the gathering kind of guy my my high school i was a i was a little like jokester my my high school had an improv comedy team weirdly oh, that's, so like, that's, I that's sort too of, bad 
This was this was in 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 Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. Very progressive for the Twin Cities, I have to say. That's a progressive place, I think. I've never been. Yeah, so I just did a lot of like improv stuff and just like you know, I like ran for student council on a sort of like chaos ticket where like, all my <laughs> all my posters were just like fo- weird photoshops where it was clear like I didn't give a shit and I won that. And Damn! Then, so you were class you were class president as well as being an improv star. Well, the way it worked in my high school, there wasn't a, a single president. It was sort of like an, you get voted on to be like a part of an all a ten person oligarchy. So I was a part of this ten person council that ran the student council and bro that is fucked up i know yeah chris and they, they, they all they really resented me because i came in day one and i was like i want uh i want student life which was like the one position with the least amount of responsibility and so like, i did nothing but i got to like leave school because i had like a card literally i ran to this this council so i had that card so i could take a shit in my own house i didn't <laughs> have to use the school uh, you, had to, you, had to, you had to have a campaign manager and a full Photoshop guy to to just be able to shit in peace. Worth it. Absolutely. You could not shit in my high school. I don't know how your schools were, but like if anyone saw someone like <laughs> someone's feet on the toilet, yeah, yeah. like you knew that the, the, the door was going to get kicked in. And people were going to throw like wet paper towels at you at, you know, at best. Uh-huh. So it was a it was a my life was a real nightmare up until like you, you would get a, a yeah. full 16 ounce Mr. Pib overturned on the head. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we actually had we had a surge machine, so you get like four surges poured over you. Surge was really a moment in time. I I would love to. I need to look at the kind of the the nutrition facts on that because I felt like it was the name actually alluded to more caffeine than there was in it. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. It was like a placebo effect. They wanted it to have like a jolt like reputation, Mm -hmm. but I think it was just like bad Mountain Dew. Yeah, great name. Yeah. Right now. Actually, I th- I'm I'm convinced that they were trying to get rid of the surge inventory nationwide just at my high school. You could buy five <laughs> five surges for a dollar. Like kids would walk into five for a dollar surges. Yeah. Yeah, you get you for two dollars. You get ten surges. Kids just backpacks full of surge. There's so much surge going around. My high school is out of control. That does, that does seem nefarious. I have to say, they yeah. they're losing money on so, that deal. So There's no Flint way that still doesn't have clean water, but you guys got ten surges for every mouth. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry about um about your Imodium AD situation. Do you have any other kind of medical ailments that you've been dealing with in the you know since COVID has been going on uh not really i just you know i standard stuff standard stuff and I, I, you know, how's I just, your back how's your back feeling because i know you're a big kettlebell guy i my back's fine you know i i actually I, I i run a lot i think you guys run right oh i'm a i just i just did my run this morning yeah not i'm not doing crazy shit though. i'm doing like six miles chris I'm does i don't i'm not run. a marathoner i i run around a lake and come boat home so we need a scene report from the lake because i can't be over there it's too much why not chris i just i it's too many fake exercisers my thing is that like i'm i just i'm bound to uh run into people who don't need to it's sort of a i don't need them to have the Mark Marin in orange short short situation for me, Moment like I, I I I just need to uh, 
do this in private. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you are you are just famous enough where if you're running around the reservoir in Silver Lake, like you're gonna have multiple stop and chats. Stop and chats, or you know, like that weird eye contact where someone's like, I, you can see just their brain processing, like, oh, that's the guy from Modern Family in mm-hmm. in his orange shorts. Yeah. I don't know your name, but I'm your biggest fan. Mm-hmm. And I would love a cameo from you. My grandma's dying. <laughs> <laughs> I also on that episode that I was listening to with with you and Pete, you were talking about lucid dreaming. Yeah, and we uh, we had a guest on a couple episodes ago who was talking about we we brought it up a couple times now, but he was talking about taking a supplement mm-hmm. in order to stimulate his encourage it, encourage and and stimulate not only being able to have a lucid dream where you're kind of controlling and aware of what's happening while you're dreaming it but also having the ability to kind of retain retain what you are actually dreaming about cuz you know it all kind of slips away yeah so quickly what what is your lucid dreaming vibe report now are you are you still kind of not doing a great job anymore or did you get the get it back i my lucid dreaming experience was so uh awful that i was like oh i don't you don't want to lucid dream (laughs) i thought i did but then i guess i was just um ill prepared like i was just in a dream where i was fully aware that i was dreaming but i was i believe this the dream setting was that like i had snuck into the scientology celebrity center and then like scientologists were just chasing me and like as i was running i was like fully aware it was a dream and yelling at myself to wake up because <laughs> I just didn't want to get chased anymore. And I was like, this is, uh, this is, I don't think I'm like chill enough to uh, lucid dream. Like I'm still going to have my normal like anxiety dreams, but then I'm like not going to be able to <laughs> wake up and I'm going to remember every part of it. Well, so you're like, I know Danny Masterson's chasing me with a, with a machete right now. Yeah. I would like it to be over. Yeah. But I but I can't wake up. Mm-hmm. But I mean, do you ever have a moment where you kind of snap your fingers and you're like, oh, I am aware that I'm in a dream. So then you can control. Right. The so I can like uh, do a inception fight with Danny Masterson. Mm-hmm. How much how much we how much weed are you smoking? I you know, I have like multiple vapes sort of <laughs> lying around the house. I don't I don't like I kind of like being a little high. Like, so, I'll, you know, pick up a vape and puff, you know, just a couple times a day, but I don't like, I don't like really smoke, smoke much. You don't have a, you don't have a session as they would say. No, I don't do that anymore. Unfortunately. Yeah. I like the idea of you having multiple vapes around the house. Like you're, Keith Richards, and you can't, you know, you gotta have a mul- Marlboro light in every fucking room, or somebody's getting fired. Oh, is that his? Was that his vibe? Yeah, I just think that there's—it's a very rich person thing to do to just have multiples of something that you daddy needs, kind of strewn <laughs> about the house, so that you don't have to. Sure, the, the effort sure. to to consume is minimal. You know what I mean? Make it easy for yourself. Got one in my car. Got a couple in here. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Keep keep one by the bed. You know, I was gifted this uh, Seth Rogen weed. Very good. People say the Seth Rogen weed is. I don't smoke weed. People love the Seth Rogen products, though. It's, it's pretty great. loud. It's it's loud stuff. It's a loud product. It is loud. I've uh, you know I've I've smoked with them a couple times at parties and stuff, and it is like so dangerous. Like 
you're in a group of people and then you want to be cool. And then if seven minutes go by and you're like, I absolutely need to leave this party. I cannot. So you're saying <laughs> Rogan, Rogan ain't faking the funk. Rogan is on the loud. Like oh, it's no joke. Yeah. The loudest. Do you, do you think this, ha- I mean, do you think that Seth is aware of this that, and he gets pleasure out of it? Or do you think he feels bad because he's the guy, you know, thousands of people at a thousand parties over the last 20 years have had to smoke weed with seth Uh and then he's like every time we smoke weed everyone just like runs out the front door crying and i don't talk to them for months like do you think he's aware and conscious that he's like ruining everyone's brain every night or do you think he likes it he's the willie nelson of the comedy community because you can't you you don't want to say no to him when he when he passes you the the, you don't want to say no but you know it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna play a pickup game with Michael Jordan, you you know what's gonna happen. He's gonna yeah, you know he's gonna beat your ass. I've heard the same thing about Willie Nelson. Like people that are experienced smokers get on the bus and have two hits, and they're like, "I saw God, and I had to right. crawl off the bus." But it's Willie. Yeah, it's Willie. I had to do it because I would think of Willie as more of kind of a homegrown cat. You know what I mean? A little more mellow. Back when a dime bag cost a dime. Exactly, but I think he's actually I think he's actually got loud on on deck he's got the willie nelson zooties <laughs> yeah yeah he's got the yeah he's got the i can't believe there hasn't been willie nelson zooties yet or willie nelson th- there should be a funny weed collaboration with him not just like there has to be right like he, i own i own willie nelson like stance socks so he must have <laughs> <laughs> man is that true yeah so that's the kind of stuff that your PR is sending you that they're like, Hey, stance wants to give you something. What size are you? And then you get, sadly, I I sought those out. I love Willie Nelson. So I was like, yes, let's do it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you went to the stance store and copped the willies (laughs) Went on their website, dog, bro. Are you wearing these with shorts so people can get a viewer's a little secret for you? Nah, Joe, you know are... this is a public podcast, right? <laughs> a lot of people listen to I this. I know you're married, bro, but you have a career to think about. You know what I'm uh, saying? Yeah, well, I, I, I got no shame. I love, I, I, I don't, yeah, I have a lot of like private socks. I don't, I don't wear them with shorts. <laughs> I got my, my wife, I think for my birthday, got me a pair of, uh, of Betty Boop socks because I talk about Betty Boop so <laughs> I just like, Betty Boop socks yeah well like a like a baby mama in Pacoima type shit like what yeah, Betty Boop like I I just like I love the Betty Boop uh uh like I like for whatever reason like the Betty Boop's like so popular at like truck stops and shit like well, that's she's, right she's a hot cartoon what, what else do you need she's <laughs> she's she's like the proto cartoon? yeah she's like proto anime Betty Boop could get it oh yeah no question so so you're and you're wife was like all right yeah, she's like in on the joke i don't want to pry too much into your personal life but <laughs> how high do they go i mean they're they're <laughs> kind of wax socks they go up like up to like mid calf oh, they go up pretty high yeah okay that does sound wack. when the pandemic started i sort of adopted a new lifestyle where i pretty much wear sweat shorts mm-hmm everywhere now so we're gonna see your dick print on dumois eventually <laughs> <laughs> that's all i want that's all I want is uh, one spotted. of those Saturday, one of those Saturday spotted. Yeah, where it's like I saw Joe Mandy Erwan, I saw his dick print. I saw Joe Mandy Erwan, and his hog was shining in the gray. <laughs> funny man, Joe Mandy. There ain't nothing funny about the hog in those gray sweats, though. That's what he said. Yeah. Do you have a particular brand of sweat shorts that you endorse? Uh, I think I think they're alternative apparel. They're oh, like they're the LA nice. apparel ones. Yeah, I, I have yeah. I have a few pairs of those as well. 
from uh unfortunately they are covered with like different startup brands logos that were sent to me and not just regular ones but they are you know for a sweatshirt they're they're great products sweatshirts are tough guys yeah. I, I can't I, I like them in theory but i just can't i don't like the material for an all day that like i can't oh i don't feel comfortable in that material all day i only feel comfortable in the material maybe in the house for a couple hours is that is, is that a little too thick for being out in the wild chris i don't know what it is even even with sweatpants like i have some very expensive sweatpants that i thought were a great okay. idea at the time i can't even wear sweatpants on the plane i just don't like i don't know it feels like i'm undressed it's not even that i think it's like sloppy i just don't personally feel comfortable mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you have you have higher standards than the average bear i don't but i don't even think it's that that's what i mean i think i just personally feel uncomfortable and therefore i can't sit still gotta get you a viking i uh i always thought i was the type of person who would like wear basketball shorts but then i was like that turns out i'm a sweatshirt guy what can i say no because basketball short that, that's because you're a sandler head the basketball shorts you, it just can't be done no i can rock done. i can rock b-ball shorts all day you fucking clowns it's nothing <laughs> for me what team what team basketball shorts do you have chris stussy that's the only team and i have magic city basketball shorts and stussy and then a champion pair as well uh-huh. okay. okay you don't have to support basketball to support the shorts jason it's true but i've no, i'm just saying i've never seen you wearing these at anywhere these are just inside the house I don't know. It sounds like you're stealing Valor. Kind of does, doesn't it? This is what I'm just chilling, hair tied with no makeup on at the crib. I kind of, okay. yeah, I like to keep it. You know what I mean? Because it's it's either that or some. I have a, a a nice selection of Sleepy Jones boxer shorts that are made for hanging out. Like they're they're not. You could wear them, you mm. know, under your pants, but they're more of like a lounge boxer. Okay. Do you have anything under? Do you have anything under those boxers or no, no? bro? What what do you think? I'm Justin Bieber swimming. <laughs> you said that like it happened during covid where you kind of started just wearing sweatshorts all the time which is like um a fair reaction considering that you had nowhere to go and no reason to leave your house whatsoever so might as well live in comfort Mm -hmm. you got nobody to impress because there's nobody there but you know now that and i was the same way you know during covid you know i just stayed at home and ate you know cbd quinoa puffs and (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> did whatever and you know i wasn't going out i wasn't drinking i wasn't really spending money but now that you know it feels like chris and i have been going out like every night there's, not, we're there's out always every a night. dinner there's a something like every fucking night so has like have the has the pendulum swung in the opposite direction for you or are you still kind of keeping it low-key at the crib yeah well i guess it's like i yeah i'm like i'm out again too so i, I am wearing like proper okay. clothes and stand up i feel compelled to like wear better clothes now like there's like a new sort of philosophy with younger comics i've noticed where they like they like dress well which was like not a concern of mine when i started can you, doing name, can you name one because i've never seen a comedian that's dressed well <laughs> my entire life so i would love to know where to look cat williams new cat williams special out today oh, oh okay, okay yeah. all right now, is there really a new cat williams special yeah on netflix it just came out today i haven't watched it yet. okay great i can't he's he's my he's on my mount rushmore me so too I have to watch yeah. it. no I, I think it's less of like comedians are now dressing really well and it's more of like for the last 10 years, especially in the alternative comedy scene, everyone has been dressing perhaps intentionally just like a piece of shit dirt bag. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I just I just look at like old photos of myself when I was like starting in New York and I just like dress like absolute <laughs> shit. And mm-hmm. um, and then I just I don't I can't name names because I'm not like in New York anymore. But I was told you see through friends that like there's a lot of shows where like 
a lot of the comics, like a lot of their materials about how hot they are. And they have like step and repeats at their shows with like they hire photographers. Oh, no. There's like this whole world. I don't know who that person is, but I know what you're talking about, Joe. Like there's like that, there's like that Kat Cohen special where she's wearing like, like an elaborate like ball evening gown on stage and doing yeah like, yeah she, she's, she's got style for sure yeah and you know it, I, I guess it's uh, obviously it's a matter of taste whether or not we think these people are dressing well but it's more of just like dressing more formally yeah. and caring about your appearance more right. so than like i'm a schlub i guess it's all that's more subjective i'm not an expert i guess i guess my what i'm what i'm trying to say is that they're making an effort exactly in a way that i never uh so where do you where about, do you think yeah. um you you mentioned like the films of Adam Sandler at the beginning of the pod. Sure. Notoriously known as maybe one of the worst dressed guys ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it, but he kind of, but in a lovable way that makes it work, kind of like, um, what's his name? Who owns the Dallas Mavericks? Like, oh, Mark Cuban. I'm a billionaire. Yeah. yeah, we, yeah love, like, we love I dress Cuban. like an asshole just because I'm a billionaire mm-hmm. and like suck my dick. What are you going to do? I once, I once cornered him. I once cornered Mark Cuban to, to pitch uh, in the paint or, or in the elevator at WME. I was at, I somehow, I, I snuck into the Billboard Music Awards <laughs> and, uh, wait, last night? No, no, this was years ago to, to pitch, uh, so I, I really think celebrity Shark Tank would be so funny. Like the, the celebrities <laughs> are the judges or they're pitching products? No, the celebrities are pitching ideas they have. Like, I feel like every celebrity has like one kind of like idea they're convinced would be a good business. So so Gwyneth Paltrow is like, I got an idea for a website about stuff and it yes. was goop. And you're like, OK, that actually works. Yes. And right. then everyone else who's a celebrity is like, My, OK, so do you have any examples or do you have a pitch that, you know, Pretend I'm Mark. Yeah, no, I mean, like for me to pitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I have a business idea where, like, I hate camping. So my business idea is you go camping with friends. You experience the whole p- fun part of camping. You go hiking. You like build a fire. You make s'mores. Mm-hmm. And then when you get into your tent and you're about to fall asleep, one of my employees will open the tent, <laughs> shoot you in the neck with a tranquilizer dart. <laughs> And then bring you back to your house so you like wake up in your own bed in the morning. Like you don't have to wake up in like the dirt. I hate camping too. Jason, do you want to invest in this? We can go in and out together. You just named all the good parts about camping, but the the bad part is when you wake up in the morning and you're like, Oh, it's a new day and you're like, Oh fuck, I'm inside of a tent yes. right now. You're like sore, everything's wet. Especially the way you prioritize shitting, that's gotta be an ultimate nightmare. But I mean just the showering oh my God, and yeah, the, exactly. How am I gonna start a fire? I think it's a beautiful idea. Is there is there a name for it or we're still working title? Someone recommend I, I I forget where I talked about this, but someone pitched kidnapping. <laughs> Because you're basically getting kidnapped mm. from the camping experience. No, no, yeah. no. That's there's something there. And so, yeah. And then I would hope that uh, Mr. Wonderful's into it. Or I could, part of me thinks that uh, like Soldier Boy should be the celebrity judge for this because he just has like so idea. many, yeah, so many businesses. He's a small business owner of a of a different level. I mean, that's yeah. what I was saying about Ray J and the Raycons. You know, I mean, he's yeah. He's, right. he's got scooters and headphones. I mean, him, him and Soldier Boy head to head. Honestly, I, I, w- I want to know who's got more LLCs in Los Angeles. Who's got, who's got more Wish.com products? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, a friend of mine, um, as sort of as a goof, and because it was so affordable, he purchased the Soldier Boy iPhone or not, not, not the Soldier Boy Apple Watch. Yeah, or the Soldier Watch or whatever it is. 
and he was like, and he, you know, it was, it's, it's basically an Apple watch that costs like $19, you know, like it's, it's clearly just a piece of junk. Right. And, and he ordered it and it just straight up never came. It was just a full, (laughs) just money stealing scam. And I feel like a couple people I know did this with different products and none of them came is my point. Right. And then you tried to, you tried to email soldier boy and he replied back. Like, I'm not in charge of that. Like, leave me alone. You have to, you can only talk to him in the, in the chat rooms on call of duty. That's, that's kind of where his customer, (laughs) his customer service goes down return but i think the only people who are actually buying those things are you know like people who have a little bit of disposable income who work at like a creative agency who are like yeah i know this watch is never gonna come it's just funny to like pass the time i tried to buy a actually i had a very similar experience i tried to buy um a sampler pack of trick daddy's barbecue rubs sure (laughs) and those never came i definitely spent like 30 dollars off of paypal to get his (laughs) His barbecue spices <laughs> they never showed up. I mean, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool that these these guys could make at least low thousands, maybe maybe six figures on stuff that they have no intention of making or shipping. Yeah, the product never existed physically. I'm in my TV room, and I I the only thing I could bring myself to buy at the OVO store when I was in Canada were, were these ugly coasters. <laughs> So Pro. for listeners at home, you produce, is it a leather coaster? They're, they're like rubber with like a leather look to them. Yeah. I, you're lucky I'm not wearing, I have, um, some great, uh, OVO mechanics gloves that I wear to run in the winter. And also I could kill somebody and not leave prints. Oh, nice. He, he can do anything except use the mechanics gloves to do anything mechanical. Basically. I'm not a fucking <laughs> grip, bro. Don't, <laughs> I'm not a member of the union. Joe knows. You're not a best boy. No, I'm not. I'm really not. But I'm I'm glad you brought home a souvenir though. That's nice. I'm sure your wife loves those. Oh yeah, she uh, she's just the new thing is um my MFT collection, which are um I'm listening, Joe. They're Mandy fungible tokens, and I found a guy <laughs> who laser engraves these brass tokens with my face on them. And I have like hundreds strewn around our house, and she's this is like, real. Yeah, these are real. Um, they're also on my website. Just don't ask me about like shipping costs. Uh, <laughs> but so they're a great physical, investment. You made a physical token with your face on it, and you you put them all over the house just to remind your wife how annoying you are. Kind of. <laughs> no, it's like I'm just disorganized, and like I um I, I just like I'm trying to uh, get them together when I go on tour and stuff. It's the only merch I bring on tour at this point, and uh, <laughs> just um, bags of coins, bags of coins bags with, of brass with little coins. Uh, with little certificates of authenticity. Authenticity, of course. Yeah. What is what's the the street value of an NF- MFT right now? I know the market has kind of been dipping in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it fluctuates. It fluctuates, but weirdly, for the last three weeks, it's held steady at ten dollars per coin. That's not okay. That's not moved. Hey. That's that's better than a lot of other coins that were so-called stable, right? Yeah, it's it's the most stable coin I can think of right now. <laughs> all right, Joe. Well, um, thank you for taking the time to pod with us and and sharing all of your your merchandise items. I think we're kind of brothers in arms in the world of merchandise. It's funny as I was talking about uh, exhausting my wife. You're like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's good to talk to you. <laughs> no. I've exhausted both of you too. <laughs> Um, yeah, so. Joe, this is I, 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 I just have to take a nap. I am Exhausted. just spent. I get it. I no, get no, no. it. No, we, we, no, we podcast for an hour every time and in an hour ran up, but truly a treat. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm very, uh, I'm very happy you guys asked me to do it because I do think 
I, I don't think your listeners will be disappointed. I, I've often been told I'm sort of the five EO foreign of comedy. So. <laughs> yeah, good to know. I've I've read that a few places, but yeah. hearing it out of your mouth, yeah, it exactly. hits home a little more. <laughs> no, uh, thank you for joining us, Joe. Are you on tour soon? What do you got going on? Yeah, I'm on tour. Uh, uh, come check me out. I'm going to be in the Pacific Northwest soon, the East Coast soon. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, I'll come check you out. I'd love to come check you out in Portland on a Tuesday. That sounds great. And then you're also on HBO's Hacks, season two available now. HBO's Hacks. Any other, uh, yeah. any other large or small screen appearances coming up this year? Uh, yeah, I just did a little thing for uh, History of the World Part Two. Nick Kroll's doing the, oh. he's bringing back the Mel Brooks. Oh, really? I think that's going to be on Hulu. Yeah, it's going to be very funny. Uh-huh. So I feel old yet, Joe? Jeez Louise. <laughs> well, uh, well, thank you for doing that. Is there a style of music that you'd like to be played out? Not an artist or a song specifically, but just a just a genre. Well, I I, I love that you guys have a um, Brooks and Dunn reference as your title. So, oh wow, okay, maybe some Brooks we got and a fan type thing. I'm not like you said, not going to name a specific thing. But if like mm. my Mar- if my Maria came up, I wouldn't be mad. Some legacy country. Yes. All right, yeah. All, all oh, praise be to Reba and Garth, all those guys. Uh, all right. You're a real straight shooter, Joe. I like you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chief. Thank you so much. We appreciate you doing this. And, uh, Thanks, Joe. Have a, have a blessed Tuesday. We'll talk to you soon, bro. Yeah, thank you. Just humanize the badge, please. <laughs> <laughs> Later. Thanks. <laughs> Talk about the weather as long as old women sit and talk about old men. 